Hey, welcome back. We're in the fourth episode of our six-part series talking about the beginning and the end of everything. Today, we're diving into Revelation 20. We just finished the first three chapters of Genesis. So if you haven't watched or listened to those episodes, go check them out. But today, we're diving into Revelation 20 and learning about when Jesus comes back after the Battle of Armageddon, what is going to happen? What's going to happen to us? What's going to happen to people that were here during the tribulation? What's going to happen to the people after the tribulation? It's going to be really interesting. Let's dive into uh, Revelation 20 today. Get your Bibles. Let's read this. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me uh, on this uh, brand new episode of Bible Reading and coffee drinking. We are in episode four of our series of the beginning and the end of the Bible. If you missed the first uh, three episodes, you can watch them on YouTube or listen to them everywhere you find your podcast, specifically, obviously, Apple and Spotify are the two big ones. But anywhere you find your uh, podcast, you should find me. And if you're on Instagram, if you're uh, following me on Instagram, you can join this live every Monday and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Central. And you can watch this live and on the archive on Instagram as well. So there's lots of places to find me. Uh, but if you find me on the podcast or find me on the YouTube, uh, I would ask that you drop a rating or a review, a little like, something to let me know how I'm doing on these episodes, as well as kind of get the word out. I love it when you share with your friends, uh, but comments, reviews of the podcast are always helpful as well. All right, so we're diving into um, Revelation 20 today. So we read Genesis 1, 2, and 3 in the last week and a half, and today and then next week we'll wrap up the last two chapters of Revelation. So we're starting in Revelation 20. I want to talk about the beginning and the end of times and the end of the Bible. So the beginning, we talked about the creation. We talked about Adam and Eve. We talked about the fall and sin and why this world is the way it is. Today, we're going to wrap everything up. So Revelation 20 happens after the Battle of Armageddon. So if you haven't read the book of Revelation, it's very interesting. It's very visual. Uh, it is written by John, who's uh, having a, uh, we'll call it a vision uh, or a dream or whatever. It, it came to the Apostle John to write the book of Revelation, and it is not revelations, it's revelation. It is the revealing of Jesus Christ. That's what revelation means. Uh, the, revela the book of Revelation is all about the revealing of Jesus Christ and Jesus coming back to earth. So basically, this world goes through a seven-year period of tribulation, three and a half years of normal tribulation, three and a half of the great tribulation, where God judges and the earth is not destroyed, but almost, right? Uh, you have a lot of things happen in those seven years. You have the Antichrist come, you have uh, a meteor, you have earthquakes, you have all this stuff leading up to Jesus coming back to earth. Now, saying that, there's a lot of discussion whether the uh, I'm sorry, the rapture is real, whether it's pre-tribulation or post or whatever, we're not going to have that discussion today. But we're going to dive into just what Revelation 20 says. Okay, so after the Battle of Armageddon, the devil and all of the people are beaten, right? Um, and so now we come to the thousand-year reign of Christ. So this is what they call. You'll have the first resurrection, and we'll talk about that. In just a second, but that's where we are. I'm catching you guys up. So right after the uh, the Battle of Armageddon, 
we jump into Revelation 20, okay? The thousand years is called. <clears throat> All right, verse uh, chapter 1. Or sorry, chapter 20, verse 1. Then I saw an angel come down from heaven with the key of the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. Okay, two things to remember on here. One is this is not sending him to hell. This is sending him to the bottomless pit. It's different from the lake of fire. We'll talk about that. Uh, but another thing is going back to the beginning of uh, Genesis 1, 2, and 3, especially 3, which we just finished a couple of days ago, okay? And, and somebody on here asked me whether it was uh, why the serpent was the devil. How do we know the serpent was a devil? Well, see right here, verse 2, he sees the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, okay? So there we go. That's why these are tying together, right? So the Satan, uh, the sorry, the certain serpent, Satan deceived uh, Eve. Now we fast track to the end, where now he is captured by an angel. Okay, the angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which was then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. So he's captured after the Battle of Armageddon, thrown into the bottomless pit and chained, and he's there for a thousand years. Verse 4, Then I saw uh, thrones, and the people sitting on them have been given the authority to judge. I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepting his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Okay, so this is referring to the people that lived during the tribulation. Okay, once again, we're not talking about the rapture. Uh, but the people during those seven years who believed in Christ, who did not take the mark of the beast on their forehead or their hand, and prophesied and proclaimed the word of God. So those people died along the way in those seven years. Okay, and so what Christ did uh, was they he brought them back to life again, right? They all came back to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So those people were not part of the Battle of Armageddon. So if you die during that seven-year period, and you missed this part because we skipped eighteen and nineteen, but you if you're with God's army, Christ's army to battle the devil in the Battle of Armageddon, those are people who died pre-tribulation. I'm sorry, pre-tribulation. So anybody that died in those seven years and they were beheaded for Christ, did not take the beast, they come back to life with Christ for that thousand years. This is the first resurrection, okay? In terms of the resurrection of the body of Christ, this is the first resurrection. So Jesus brings back to life everybody who died in the seven years. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended, Blessed and holy are those who share the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. All right, so those people are raised from the dead. That's a resurrection. Spiritually, for sure. Physically, apparently, right? Apparently, they get to stay on earth for that thousand-year reign of Christ reigning on earth and ruling on earth uh, while Satan is in the bottomless pit, not deceiving us anymore. Okay? So that's an important part to think about. It's an important part to think about that, that the devil is locked away in the bottomless pit, and we are here with Christ 
for those thousand years. Okay, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, verse seven, uh, the defeat of Satan. When the thousand years comes to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for battle, a mighty army as numberless as sands along the seashore. Okay, so, okay, let's finish this. I'll come back. And I saw them as they went up to the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. The reason why I referenced the fact that the devil was locked away for a thousand years and we're living in peace, so to speak, and as Christ reigned, the devil comes back after those thousand years and immediately gathers an army. It goes to show that free will human nature that we have. We just talked about it in the last episode where Eve had that free will and she took of the fruit that she was forbidden to eat by God. Our human nature is to rebel. Our human nature is to fall prey and be deceived. And the second Satan gets out of his thousand-year bottomless pit, you know, jail sentence, so to speak, he gathers a huge army from every corner of the earth. It's, it's crazy how even after, let's think about this, even after uh, people experience Armageddon, they see Christ, Jesus is reigning for a thousand years, and they know Jesus is alive, you would think. But yet they still, the second the devil comes back, follow him and are deceived yet again. Yet again. All right, uh, verse 10. Then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Okay, so um, a couple things to think about here. This is the devil comes back from his thousand years and goes right back to his old ways. He gathers an army. Humans fall back in line and fall in with the devil again. And fire comes from heaven and Jesus is like, okay, I'm done with this. So he takes the devil and, he, and the false prophet and the beast. That's an important thing to think about. If you read the previous chapters, of Revelation, you know that the Antichrist comes, the beast comes, right? And he has a, a a false prophet with him. They claim to be God, they claim to be Jesus, they perform miracles. Uh, so he has kind of a right-hand person of faith, we'll call it, as the false prophet. It's not just a normal person, it's going to be somebody who uh, is being seen as a religious figure. That makes sense. Uh, so what does God do? He takes the devil, the uh, Antichrist, you know, uh, demon, or what, they, what does he refer to him here in this uh, translation, the beast, and then uh, and the false prophet, and he throws him into the burning lake of fire, which is hell. There they'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. So now, Jesus lets the devil come back. He gets to his old ways. He immediately pushes him to hell, and then that is it. It's called about the final judgment here. So now, what's left, sorry. So what's left is Jesus, right, on the throne, and all the people of the earth, some have already fallen away again, okay? Uh, they fell right back in the old ways and rejected Christ and followed the devil right after he was in, in the bottomless pit for a thousand years, okay? Verse 11, And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. 
I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. All the books were open, including the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and the death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name is not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. So this is the final judgment, okay? So the way I read Revelation 20 is if you do not accept Christ, okay, you still have one more shot, two more shots technically. Technically, you can have the shot during the uh, during the tribulation. You still have the opportunity to accept Christ during the tribulation, okay? And if you do, you're not going to survive the tribulation. And then what happens is you don't get to partake in that thousand-year reign of Jesus uh, as the devil's in the bottomless pit. All of us who ex- accepted Christ prior to the tribulation, right? If we're if we're long gone before, uh, we are raised and we are with Him during those thousand years. But saying that, if you accept Christ during the tribulation, reject the uh, Antichrist, don't take the mark of the beast, all those things, and you die, you do get to come back with Jesus. The devil comes back, deceives many people, gathers an army again. And so now that the devil's in in hell forever, Jesus gathers everybody and says, okay, now I'm going to give you the final judgment. So you kind of have three groups of people here. You have the saved people. You have the people who were saved, the traditionally saved people, the people that were saved during the tribulation, and then the people afterwards who were deceived yet again by the devil. Okay? So that is where you will be finally, all of us will be judged finally and either join Christ forever or go into hell forever. Okay? That's Revelation 20. It shouldn't scare you, right? It shouldn't bother you. Um, you, you at this point, you have plenty of opportunities to believe in Christ. You have plenty of opportunities to uh, accept that salvation. I hope you can hear my dogs barking. Uh, I apologize for that. I'm sure somebody's walking by. Bear, show me. I apologize for that live. I'm recording this live. What are you going to do? All right, that's Revelation 20. Hopefully you guys like it. We'll dive into Revelation 21 and kind of talk about what happens afterwards, right? What's going to happen after the devil gets thrown into the lake of fire? The final judgment happens, and now what does the world look like? What does, you know, what does our life look like? Uh, and it's not probably not what you think. Uh, if you think you're going into heaven forever, uh, we're going to read Revelation 21 and 22 the next uh, week or so, and you'll learn the truth. Okay. It's okay. Dogs bark. Appreciate that. All right. So uh, ask your questions away. We're going to get some few questions here. Uh, if you're live here on Instagram, make sure you hit that question mark on the bottom. There may be a plus sign. And uh, but uh, ask a question whether it's about Revelation 20 or about anything. I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to uh, you know answer anything I can. And for those live on here, uh, yeah, I, 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 not that I apologize for the dogs. They're they're good guard dogs. Uh, but come on, we're we're live here. All right, ask a question away. Uh, let's see what questions we have. Um, how soon do you post this podcast? Uh, great question. Uh, it takes me about an hour and a half or so uh, to get it uh, uploaded, edited, 
uh, and then put on the different platforms. It doesn't take that long, but it takes a while for it to show up. Um, it takes about an hour to show up on YouTube. Uh, it takes about uh, 30 or 45 minutes. Uh, it's quicker on Spotify than Apple, uh, but it's 8.30. I'll wrap this up at 8.30, and usually I get it up around you know, 10 uh, in the morning, 10 or 11. Uh, it's usually there. It just takes me a little bit of time. Uh, so that is, uh, that's that question. Thanks for asking. Uh, let's see what other questions we have. Um, what do I think about the shooting in Maine? Uh, I'll, I'll tackle that. That's fine. Um, it's horrific. There, that's my answer. Uh, I think it's terrific. For those who don't know, uh, we had a, a deranged individual who they uh, hadn't caught yet up to this point uh, shoot uh, a bunch of people in Maine. Uh, he was, uh, from what I read, uh, um, kind of had some issues, mental issues, uh, was on the uh, you know sex registry offenders list. Uh, he's got a lot of problems. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's terrific. I think anybody, uh, any, any loss of life like that, uh, that is uh, is horrific. So that's my answer to it. I, I don't know uh, what other way to put it other than uh, we'll pray for the families and the friends of those affected and pray for our nation and our world uh, that uh, we find some peace in this world. But I think bad things happen. Uh, I think uh, we've we've talked about it before. Um, you know, we, we, we make choices in this world. The devil works hard and to manipulate us and to manipulate our choices. And unfortunately, we live in that fallen world. And... Um, and I, it's just, um, it's sad. It's horrific. Uh, but I do believe in, um, in God and Jesus Christ and the goodness of God. And I do think that sometimes we get so focused on this world and the atro- atrocities that are involved in this world uh, that sometimes we forget about uh, the goodness of God and the, uh, the peace of eternity. Uh, I think one day we'll look back, hopefully anyways, I, my, 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 my thought is one day I'll look back and uh, be with Jesus and be with peace and be with my family and, uh, and uh, all the stuff that happens in this earth, all the negativity and the hatred and the um, pain that we experience on this earth and in this life will be a uh, far in my past. And to the point to where we won't even remember them anymore, if that makes sense. So I try to keep a good perspective on that, on that darkness that we live in, that chaos, that, um, that pain that we experience on a day-to-day basis, sometimes uh, caused by others, uh, and try to have an eternal perspective on it, which is tough. All right, uh, it shows that I have lots of questions, but when I click on the questions, none show up. So ask them in the comments, and I will, uh, I will try to answer them. If uh, they, I go by as fast as possible. <laughs> how do we discern? Uh, I'm sorry. How do we discern the Antichrist, false prophet, and the true prophets of God? I'll tell you this: If you read the Book of Revelation, you'll be able to understand the difference between the two. We know, right? We know that there's going to be a series of events if you read the Book of Revelation between the seven-year treaty with Israel, right, in the Middle East area, and how there's going to be peace. We know that the Antichrist is going to be a broker of that, a leading, a, a leader in that peace treaty, right? And then they, he will arise to kind of be seen as a savior or a leader of the entire world, and he'll get a prophet to be with him. So we know those things are going to happen. Uh, so if you're reading the book of Revelation, uh, you know those things are going to happen. So there's no, you'll know, you'll know. 
There, there the dogs go again. So one more question and we'll get out of here. We'll cut this episode off a little short because of my dogs not paying attention, okay? And not behaving today. Uh, it's not getting better according to the Bible. That's, it's, that is for sure. How do we know if it's going to be the mark of the beast? Uh, in the book of Revelation, it talks about it's going to be on the forehead or the hand and that you won't be able to buy things or transact purchases. Uh, so just be uh, leery of what that means, okay? All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and have a sip of coffee. I'll pray. We'll end this episode a little early because of uh, my barking dogs. Bear is mimicking the beast. Eh. He is uh, he's a beast, but not that kind of beast. All right, let's have a quick prayer, and then uh, we'll get about our weekend, and we'll uh, we'll hit uh, Revelation twenty one on Monday. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together today. Although the Book of Revelation can appear uh, scary and confusing at times, Lord, uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful that you're bringing some clarity to it for us. We, we, we are, we're, we're filled with fear a little bit, uncertainty, Lord, about what the end of times will look like, whether we'll be saved, whether we'll be judged at the end, whether we will uh, you know, win your approval, so to speak, at the end. What I'm praying, Lord, is for you to give us the understanding and the knowledge and the wisdom to understand that Jesus Christ is the one who died and saved us. It's not from our deeds that we are saved, but it is by his will and our love of him and our acceptance of that salvation that we will be saved. So I pray that everybody watching or listening to this understands that, accepts that, and believes that, Lord. We trust you, and we love you, and we know you're going to take care of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, uh, sorry for the uh, you know the, the the noises in the background in this episode with the dogs barking. Uh, I'll, I'll have to shut them in uh, next time. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So thanks for joining me. Uh, Revelation 20 was great. We'll hit Revelation 21 uh, on the next episode. Until next time, keep Jesus on your heart and forever on your mind. God bless you guys. Talk to you all soon.